Here we go. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Oh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. I guess I'm getting the vibe here that a lot of people had these lofty dreams and no one lived up to them. I get that feeling, too. Oh, it's so good to laugh again. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Good God, these headphones are turned up high. Hmm. What idiot was using this before? Oh, it was me. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Who? (sighs) Whoopsie doodle. What's going on? I just can't get enough of this video that has been circulating. I showed you yesterday. Oh, I know the one. And there continues to be articles about it. (laughs) It's, uh, let me paint a picture with words. So I believe it takes place in Disneyland, Paris. Okay. It's Paris, France, not Ontario. Although they have a fine Disneyland in Paris, Ontario. They have a it's beautiful, one of the best. They have a beautiful Disneyland. Uh, the video shows this guy walking up to his sweetie, bending down on one knee. This is in front ring. of the castle, like the main castle. It's a very scenic spot to do this. It was mm-hmm. on a little stage, and yeah, the backdrop was the Disney castle. And this guy asked his sweetie to marry him. And within seconds of him getting down on a knee, an employee for Disneyland comes running in. Almost shoulder rolling in. Like way too much hustle. Yeah. Uh, comes running in, snatches the ring out of the guy's hand, walks down the stairs off the stage, and tells him to beat it. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, the story goes that this is a restricted area, like not just anyone should be walking up on this stage. And But the area he's pointing to is just at the bottom of the little set of stairs. There's no gate. There's no chain. There's no nothing there saying, hey, don't go up there. No, it doesn't but, appear that way. But I don't know. We don't see the whole picture, maybe. <laughs> and the guy, to his credit, he walks in. He, he seems confused. I think he said something like, oh, she said yes. And the guy that took the ring is like, that's great. Yeah. Now stand over here. But how seriously can you take the security guard that's wearing mouse ears? Yeah, he had Mickey Mouse ears on his hat when he did this. And yeah. The guy who uh, was doing the proposing was a big boy. Oh, yeah. He looks like he could snap you in half, and it was a pretty bold move. And I just, like, I don't remember ever taking a job that I had as a younger man. That seriously. That seriously. That that you'd, you'd risk a punch in the face. Yeah, and just, like, he got booed. Like, there was a crowd watching, and they booed this guy for ruining the engagement. Oh. And I think long-term, it'll be a funny thing for that couple to talk about. Yeah. But in the moment, you're like, this was a, a once- in yeah. a lifetime moment that you kind of ruined for us. Like, could you have not waited 30 seconds to be like, please leave? Usually there's a hero and there's a villain in these type of situations. But to me, they're both villains because I don't like the security guard and the fact that he has to keep the world safe. Like he has to, obviously there's a, there's a, there's a time and a place for security guards. I get that. But you're in Disneyland in front of a castle and he's on a little stage with a set of stairs leading up to it. It's not like he climbed a fence or swam through a moat and got onto something that he wasn't supposed to be on. But at the same time, I look at the guy who's proposing to his girlfriend and I think, eh, nobody enjoys a public wedding a marriage proposal. No. Nobody. No. It, she certainly doesn't. I don't think there's a person on this planet whose dream as a child is like, oh my God, I hope one day I get a public marriage proposal. Talk about Prince Charming. Oh, <laughs> I don't think any, do no. people enjoy that? 
No. When it goes well, you do the polite, oh, good for oh, you. charming. But if it doesn't go well, and we see the videos from time to time when mm-hmm. uh, the answer is not yes. I feel like people are overcompensating for something or compensating for something. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm like, gl- this is what, this is what romance looks like according to the romance book. And that's why they do it. I just like that most people seem to be siding with the security guy. Mm-hmm. Saying, hey man, they were weren't they weren't supposed to be there, man. I guarantee you they were in a place they weren't supposed to be, but his I don't know. He was a little much on the reaction. Yeah. And apparently the story goes, there are conflicting stories. That this guy did ask someone for permission, said, Hey, can I go up there? Yeah. And they said, Yeah. And then some other guy's like, mm-mm. How do you rolls in there. get the girl to go up on the little stage with you without her being in on the, oh, I think I know what's happening here. Hey, baby, you got to see the view from here. Yeah. Even though it was just a slightly elevated stage from the ground. I feel like people, the pressure on young people, like you're not married, but one day are you going to feel the pressure to do like a public, not a, I don't know, like what do you call those where you have to, your proposal has to be Instagram worthy. Oh yeah. Yeah. It all has to be this grand romantic gesture. Everything has to be a show. Like you're a younger guy. When I was in the proposal phase of my life, the internet was still made out of dirt. Like it was just, (laughs) it was dusty. It was slow. I didn't feel any of this pressure. And when I had kids, I didn't feel any of the pressure to I don't know, have a gender reveal or I don't know. It it just seems like everything is showbiz now. Do you feel that pressure? Yeah, you do a little bit. Yeah. And yeah, I'm certainly one that would rather do that in the shadows somewhere. I don't want any prying eyes watching me in that moment. No, in case it goes sideways. Because even the people who do, like they do take their sweetie somewhere remote, they'll have a friend or someone come and film it from the bushes. It's like, I don't want that either. What's Kevin doing up on top of this mountain? That's a weird (laughs) random coincidence. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, we can ease up on the overly public displays of affection. For if there's just, I mean... It's beautiful that you're in love and you want to do this or you're having a kid that's beautiful that you want to celebrate, but it's putting way too much pressure on you when what you really should be doing is enjoying the moment. The moment is the prize, not the pictures. Ooh, wow. Was that a life lesson? Holy crap. Wow, that was deep. Yeah. The moment is the prize. Uh Uh-huh. You remember that. Oh, my God, you've already got that tattooed on your neck? It's just a stencil. Oh, okay, but you're going to get it filled in after? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that was so fast. I don't even know where you get those stencils from. I have a guy on retainer. Yeah. I get a lot of neck tattoos. You have questions? Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly have answers. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. I don't know what gas costs where you're listening to this right now as of whatever the date is. June in 2022. Yeah, it's dumb wherever you live, that's for sure. Maybe one day, like 20 years from now, people will listen to this podcast and go, oh my God, $1.90 a liter, that's adorable. <laughs> it's $19 now. It's so stupid. It's expensive. It's dumb. Who can afford to drive? Could you go 24 hours without your car? Ooh. You probably could because you love nothing more than a weekend where you go home on Friday and you don't leave the house again until Monday morning to come back to work. That is a special feeling. But could you do 24 hours midweek? I don't think I could. No. I don't think I could. Well, Between coming here or even just getting you know, anxious at home. Just I, I like just going for a drive around town. So do I. Spying in different neighborhoods. It's like I talked about on this podcast, didn't I? A few weeks ago, I was without a car, so I 
rode a bus to a train station, and then I took a train to a weird part of town. That's right. And then I took the train back. <laughs> I immediately went and rented a car after that because I realized, no, I'm not a no car guy. No. So in order to pay for all this gasoline that we're guzzling. Yeah. Might need a, a side hustle. Might need some money on the side. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. They're trapped in your phone forever. Uh, it is weird. Like there still seems to be a lot of people just wandering around in the daytime, doesn't there? Oh my God, it's insane. Like, it feels like early pandemic. Didn't everybody go back to work? It's insane. It's funny you say this because I there's a Costco not far from where I live. I see it almost daily. And that parking lot is never not full. There used to be a time a couple years ago where during the day, you know, you could wander in there and get business done. Now you look at it, it looks like every day is a Saturday afternoon there. I drive by that one quite often too. Every now and again, I take that way home from work. And you're right, like 11 o'clock in the morning, it looks like three in the afternoon on a Saturday. What's everybody doing? Like, I just want to get in there and line my pockets with $1.50 hot dogs and I can't. Does everybody work from home now? Is this what's going on? I'm getting that feeling. Yeah, like we're open again here. Well, we're not, our office isn't open. You can't just come here. But I think people are supposed to be back in the building, but it's a ghost town in here still. Yeah, there's still nobody here. I feel like uh, a lot of people are just like, you know what? I kind of like working at home. Maybe that's what everyone's doing. Maybe that's why everyone's at Costco at 11 o'clock in the morning. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It, it seems like the, the malls, the big box stores, the parks, the bike paths, everything's just busy now again. And I'm wondering, where did everyone come from? Like, did people not go back to the office? Do you have that flexibility of being able to work from home? And Josie said, as long as I work 35 hours a week, I can work whenever and wherever. So in the afternoons, I picked up a second job dog walking. I have four afternoon clients now. Does dog walking sound like maybe one of the greatest side hustles in history? Uh, do you have one of the Josie? Do you have one of those leashed things that goes around your waist, and you got like five dogs attached to you at all times? That does look a little bit stressful, and I can't imagine having to call the uh, doggy owner if one of them runs away at the park and you can't find them. So there probably is some stress to that, but maybe that's what we should be doing. Let's talk about your side hustle. Oh yes, this is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Wow! Maybe Josie's got it all figured. So Josie texted the show a while ago. We were talking about just the sheer number of people you see everywhere at all times of day now. It's crazy. It's like, don't people go to an office anymore? Why are you in this park at 2 o'clock in the afternoon? But there they are. And Josie said, as long as I work 35 hours a week, I can work whenever and wherever. So in the afternoons, I picked up a second dog job walking dogs. I have four afternoon clients now. So Josie's got herself a side hustle. Why not? I wonder if that pays well. Dog walking? Yeah. It's not, it's not the most expensive thing, but you know, you add in those four clients every single day, it adds up over time. Are you walking dogs? No. On the side? No, okay. It's too chaotic for me. I admire people that, because they walk. Oh, I know. I couldn't do it. I struggle with one. I always think to myself, and I said this earlier, the worst part of that job would be having to call somebody and say, oh, I lost Fluffy at the dog park. She's not coming back. Like, that would be a tough phone call to make. And all the cleanup you'd have to do. Oh, yeah. You'd get good at it, though. You would. Uh, Somebody says, I do 
data entry. I'm not going back to the office. My job is now completely at home and I'm way more productive there than I've ever been. So once I'm done for the day, I go thrifting for vintage clothing. I then sell the stuff I find to a buyer that supplies vintage shops in Vancouver, Toronto, and Montreal. (laughs) Weird. Okay, that'd be a cool gig. A weird vintage middleman. That's exactly what it is. You're a vintage middleman. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, Jimmy the Painter says, real estate photography. It's easy once you know what you're doing. After practicing, it's pretty quick. Takes me about half an hour to take pictures and an hour to edit each suite. I do about one to two suites per week while I'm in school. How does one get into real estate photography? And that's one of those things you don't realize how important it is until you're browsing through and you're seeing bad photos and you're like, who? Why is this photo upside down? Jimmy the Painter, do you have to tidy up the house before you shoot the pictures? Or do you just go in there? If there's a pile of clutter on the island, you just go for it? Or do you arm sweep everything onto the floor? Please tell us more. Thank you. Yeah, how involved do you have to get? Uh, This one is spectacular. My side hustle started during 2020, like many. Quickly got the hang of TikTok. Now I have 1.1 million followers. What? And a full-time job making life-size movie replicas. What? It's pretty awesome. I can't imagine doing anything else. I just sold a life-size corpse bride and Victor to a collector in Los Angeles. That's impressive. 1.1 million followers? Yeah, hang on a second. Holy cow. Uh, they, I believe the person's name is Caitlin. Hang on. I'm trying to find the, uh, okay. You can find them on Instagram at spiral FX underscore oddities, spiral FX underscore oddities. Go check. They are amazing. That's and that's, crazy. that's right here in Edmonton. How do you just get a million know. followers? <laughs> Jeez. That's just raw talent. Uh, somebody else said, Uh, My day job, inventory analyst, side hustle, personal organizer, currently helping with someone downsizing from a three-bedroom house to a one-bedroom apartment by selling pieces of furniture, packing up items for donation, and making sure that all the sentimental items are safely kept. Kitty, a.k.a. Karen. What was that lady's name, that Netflix show? Marie Kondo. Yes. Yes. That exact gig where you go in, you're like, whoof. Arm or, sweep. Yeah, you don't need all these old newspapers. Oh, man. Things, yeah, a lot of people could use a organizer. Big time. And the things you would see. Oh, oh my yeah. God. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, this is from Rhiannon. This one's fascinating to me because, I don't know, you never really stop and think, where do pinatas come from? But Rhiannon says, daytime, I'm an exercise physiologist on the side pinata maker. Uh, you can find Rinyanan at Rand K Pinatas on Instagram. Somebody out this one. Somebody says I'm a full-time social worker who sells vintage clothing as a side hustle. There's a vintage market this weekend at the downtown farmers market. If you want to shop some rad vintage, I do women's clothing, mostly grandma vibes, skirts, dresses, pleated trousers. If you're there, come say hi. My business is called Endangered Thrift. But also check out Sick Jacket. She always has the sickest everything, especially jackets. You know what? When I was away this past weekend, I went into a vintage clothing store. And it's not a thrift shop. There's a difference. Like a vintage clothing store, it's curated vintage clothing. 
And the one area I found so fat, they had tons of vintage concert t-shirts. They were fantastic. They had some absolutely killer shirts and they were not cheap. This is why you need to check your closet. You know, maybe you're holding on to some expensive t-shirts. They did have some like $50, $60 shirts, but nothing you'd probably want. But then there were like $200, $300, $400 concert t-shirts. And a lot of these shirts had a lot of miles on them, but they were spectacular. Like they had original first year Lollapalooza shirts. They had a Beastie Boys t-shirt from 1992 or something like that. That'd be a fun side hustle, right? Just hunting for vintage concert t-shirts? Check your closet. Find out what you've got in there. You're listening to the Garden Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, hello? How are you? I'm doing great. How about you? I am not so great because the Oilers lost last night. Uh, was and it a sad, sad night? Well, it was not the outcome I was hoping for. Well, yeah. But I'm wondering, like, how long did the crushing sadness and disappointment hang with you for? Well, it's still here. It's like interspersed with rage and disappointment and hopeful optimism for next year. But that's like, you know, a long term goal. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So the reason why I'm calling is not to talk about my side hustle because I don't have one of those either. I just have a thousand ideas and a garage full of crap. But I'm phoning because if I was mayor of Edmonton today, I would declare this uh, all non-essential workers can take a mental health day because the Oilers lost last night. Did you hear my life hack for uh, <laughs> taking the edge off of disappointment earlier this no. morning? No, I did not. Please okay. share that with me. Okay, here's my life hack. Anytime you feel like you could be wildly disappointed that day, either by your local sports team or maybe you feel like you're going to be either disappointed or rejected by your lover before you leave the house put a brand new set of sheets on your bed not just clean sheets but brand new sheets that have been washed and dried you put those on your bed on disappointment day so that when you come home that night with tears in your eyes and a heavy heart you will at least sleep like a baby that's what i did and it worked that's that's pretty genius well i bought myself a piece of cake yesterday hoping to eat it in celebration of the Oilers' win. Instead, I ate it midway through the third period. You hate ate that cake. I stress ate that cake. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate the phone call. Uh, Somebody on the topic of side hustles said, the side hustle for anybody right now is to buy Tim Beebe's tumblers and sell them on eBay to Americans who cannot buy them. Seriously, people are selling the boxes for like $500. Some idiot in the States bought one. Are you talking about the Tim Beebs box? Is that why there's always a sign that says there are no Tim Beebs boxes available? Huh. Okay, there you go. There's another side hustle for you. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast stay in the dumpster behind the building in the rail yard. Classy.